On this episode of What's the Secret, I'll be interviewing Shannon McCaffrey. Shannon is better known as the Soulful Marketer. She's an expert product launch manager and strategic marketer. She focuses on building and creating proven online marketing funnels and product launches that bring you prospects, leads, and profits. Shannon has worked with some of the big names like Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, Dan Kennedy, and Jeff Walker. And in this episode, Shannon is going to reveal her seven steps to an effective launch, why psychographics are as important as demographics, how to increase sales with bonuses, how to find out what people will buy, and much, much more. Now, as you know, launch is a critical part of my Milk It method. And if you haven't downloaded your free Milk It method e-guide, you can do that by heading over to tomgaddis.com forward slash milk hyphen e-guide. And now let's talk to Shannon. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people, just like you and me, can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha, my name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha, Shannon. Welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. How are you doing today? Hey, aloha. I am fantastic. How are <laughs> yes. you doing? I'm pretty good hunkered down like everybody else at the present right moment. <laughs> yeah. yep. They extended our stay-at-home order till the end of May here in Hawaii, so Ouch. not going to be uh, doing anything anytime soon, I don't think, but it's all good. Oh, I've been getting a lot of work done, so you know, able to stay sweet. focused. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the name of the game, right? Staying yeah. focused amidst the craziness. Yeah, right. it is very, very, well, it has been very, very key for me. I'm really super excited you're here and what you're going to share with our listeners of What's the Secret. And maybe before we delve into the details of that, maybe you can just kind of tell everybody like a little bit about you, you know, your background, what you're doing now, sure. that that type of thing. Sure. Um, I am a, uh, I'm what's known as a product launch manager. So I'm like a strategic marketer slash product launch manager. I've been in the internet marketing for about 13 years now. Um, I was a former corporate America survivor. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> I was laid off a few too many times that I didn't like. And uh, I had an amazing mentor who came to me and said, don't go back, don't go back. So I said, okay. She said, come help me build my business. I'll help you build your marketing business. And uh, that's what I did. What I did. I haven't turned back. Um, you know, I love what I do. I love helping um, entrepreneurs. I'm, I'm focusing now more on entrepreneurs in the health, wellness, and, and healing spaces, helping them build some amazing funnels um, and doing product launches and really focusing more on the online client experience. So that's, a, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the uh, podcast this week is because we've kind of been going through um, what I call the milk it method, market idea, launch, and kaching. And yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. And so we're in the work in the launch phase of that. We've talked about that in the last episode. Uh -huh. And so, you know, as a as a product, you know, launch manager specialist, I thought we could kind of dive into some of the strategies and thinkings thinking that you sure. have behind that, that process. I know you, I know you have a system called the soulful launch system. 
which is a kind of a step-by-step process. So maybe we'll break that down. And then I have some other questions I want to kind of dig a little deeper on. Sure. I'm happy to. I'll break it down and please interrupt me questions or if you want to make comments, I'm, I'm more than, you know, I don't want this to be a one-way combo here. Sure thing. Um, so my, my, you're welcome. My soulful marketing system or soulful launch system, you can honestly use it for both. It's a system I created when I would, and I still do my one-on-one clients. I do like a full day with a client who's going to launch. And I find that going through these steps, once we have them nailed down, the launch goes way smoother and we iron out a lot of all the kinks ahead of time. So the first step that is incredibly important is defining who your dream client is or who your dream customer is. And, you know, for some folks, you know, well, the hilarious thing is I always get people, oh, yeah, I already know all that. Yeah, okay. So when I start asking them questions, they really don't. Because it's not just about demographics. It's not just about people that are in a certain, you know, practitioner, you know, practitioner type of environment. It's not that. It's deeper than that. And so, you know, what I always ask is, you know, I I want, like, for instance, my example for when I, because I write down, I have a list of, you know, who my ideal client is. And one of the things I have on there is I want them to have the same or similar values as me, you know, and I don't think that a lot of people, you know, write that down or would think, oh, you know, that's something important because I want to be able to attract those like-minded people. You know, I want them to, to have integrity. I want them to be able to um, trust me as an expert and someone that can be a guide and that can help them. You know, I also want them to enjoy and really love investing in me, you know, and themselves for, you know, buying my products, my services, whatever. So that's uh, a big, huge distinction in who you're defining, who your customers are and who your dream clients are. Yeah, I think that's a really, yeah, I think that's a really great point you make there because most, most people and most marketers, I think just when they think demographics, they think age, income, like very almost kind of impersonal things. Dentists, chiropractors, (laughs) you know, whatever, like they don't think about the, you know, the deeper level of that. And because you can put that stuff in your copy, you can put that stuff, you know, so that's the other subtle thing about it. When you start getting really delving into your who your ideal client or customer is, you start to to get go down in the layers so that when you end up doing the messaging in your launch, you've done a lot of your homework already. Yeah, so not just that you don't want to just focus on the demographics, you also want to focus on right. the psychographics, right? Yes. Like hundred percent. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean that that it I mean that in itself is an awesome tip right out of the gate. Um what's cool. so what's the next step? So the next step is you need to clarify your products, your courses, or your services. And what I mean by that is, you know, some people, you know, that I work with are like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to create this product. And it's like, okay, well, what is it? You know, what kind of problems are you solving with it? You know, is this going to be live? Is this going to be, you know, taped? Is this going to be a membership? Is it going to be dripped over a period of time? Is it a one-off, you know, one day live thing, you know, or virtual, you know, is it virtually, is it in person? You know, so there are a lot of things that need to be answered. Are you having, are you, are you going to offer bonuses? You know, there's a lot of things that go into your, your service or your product or whatever it is that you're offering. And that's really important to make sure that whatever it is that you're creating is going to answer a big problem and it's going to answer objections for folks so that you can make sure that they'll be happy to invest in it. That's that's another great point. And so I guess you would kind of get that information by looking at your, your target buyers, your target market, and just seeing like 
what other types of content they're consuming maybe like what's That's out a there good idea or... i like that idea i also would do something else i if you already have a list of hot prospects or even warm prospects i would send out a questionnaire do a do a quick survey or ask questions i mean the biggest questions you could ask them you want to know what their biggest frustrations are you want to know what keeps them awake at night you want to know you know what their biggest fear is and what their problem is so that you can create a product and you can even go out and ask them like for instance let's say tom you're like oh i'm thinking about creating these four products well instead of you and me in a vacuum oh yeah tom do this one we'll go out to your list and ask them and say hey here are the four things i'm thinking about creating rate here's really important rate from most important to least important which one of these you know that you find so that way you can gauge you know that you, and then you know what your next product is all together it's like that's pretty cool yeah that's so that's so right on point it's so funny because like oftentimes we overlook that big thing right like the thing staring yeah. us in the face people say how do you find that out you just ask the people that you you're looking to sell them. to like ask them, them and they'll tell they you <laughs> give them what they want oh and here's nothing really good i had a, a call with a client this week and you know they're like well here's what i want to promote and here's what i want to give them so, and, I, and i said well the challenge with that is they really don't want that like they want this other thing so i said why don't we give them what they want and then ultimately after they invest in your product you're going to give them what they need you follow me so it's a subtle thing there it's like yeah, let's say they need time management no one really wants to buy a time management product they want to buy something that will help them be more productive so you help them with a productivity product which is really a time management product because you give them what they want right you sell them what they want and give them what they need that is a really great point another thing that i think a lot of people overlook like set out the piece of chocolate but then when they go to grab it they're in the room filled with the vegetables right? <laughs> like, like, like you could you could do that yeah. like bitty chocolates that get smaller and smaller that lead to the vegetables right yeah all of a sudden they're getting what they need yeah yes, absolutely exactly. well and i think that process oh. of i think that process of asking you know your your people or people that are in your market is also a great way to really validate your ideas so if you have you yes. know like before you invest all this time and energy into building this thing and then you bring it yeah. out and realize nobody wants to yeah. buy it like let's get that figured out beforehand it's huge. Yeah, it's really important. It's really important. Um, all right. And so the next step is three. And that is where you create what I call your juicy offer. So it's looking at the things from step one and two, and then figuring out what your offer is, because your offer isn't just your product or your service or the thing. I'll just call it a thing that you're selling. It's also what else? Because a lot of people don't think to add other things to their offer because their offer includes bonuses and it also includes um, you know your pricing structure. Like they're all there are things that you need to think about that go into your whole offer. And you know, I, I was had a conversation with a client this morning about bonuses, and I said, you know, the way you figure out your bonus is you look at what objections right your prospects might have to the product you're selling or the course to say it's a course you're selling and you create a bonus to answer that objection so on a good example would be you know let's say you have a product on you know how to how to product how to do a product launch right well somebody might say well that's great but i don't have a list so you're like oh a bonus i can create is how to build your lists 
So then there's not going to be an objection because like that's the bonus. So bonuses are huge. A lot of times people will actually buy a product just to get the bonuses. So keep that in mind. So having a really good offer that really addresses your prospects is key to getting higher conversions. Yeah, I think that's super interesting. The book, like sometimes you look at things people put out and you just think, oh, they just threw a bunch of stuff together. But most of the time it's super strategic. So when you're yeah. out there looking at what other people are doing in your space, like pay really close attention to what they offer as the main thing, what they put in as bonuses, mm -hmm. that will give you some clues also as to what, you know, what might resonate and what would be a good idea. And also don't think that more is more like, cause you know, I think a lot of people go a little crazy and overboard and <laughs> offer tons of stuff. You know, like I had one client who said, yeah, you know, we have over 400 hours of coursework and I'm like, Oh my God, I think I would totally, I would never buy anything like that. Like don't promote how many hours your thing is. Cause I don't think that's a selling point anymore. In my opinion, now I could be wrong, but you know what? In my experience. Yeah. So don't, so don't over complicate like we do, like, like a simple offer is good. You know, your product, your course, whatever it is, have, I'd say three bonuses are really good and make sure you have a really good price and always offer a payment plan, especially now during the virus, like always offer a payment plan. Oh, that's a great point as well. Awesome. Yeah, because people may not have as much fluid money at the moment, and I think a payment plan would uh, go a long way. So Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Great tip. Cool. All right. Number four is determine their investment. Now, this is big because I don't call it a cost. I don't call it pricing. You know, I call it investment because when someone buys something from you, they don't really, they don't buy it. They invest. They invest in themselves, and they're investing in you. And that is a big distinction. So when you are, you know, writing a sales letter and you are, you know, and this is just an aside for messaging is like, you always say, does it cost this much? This is the, this is your investment for this course. Right. And so to figure out your pricing, um, you know, I do a research. So find out, you know, what is out there and like, see if there's something similar to what you're selling already out there in the market to get some ideas. Um, other things that will weigh in your pricing are, are you going to offer anything live? Like, are you going to give them access to you? Like, let's say a coaching um, or a Q&A call. You know, those are always, uh, people will pay higher investments to have access to you. Um, another thing to think about in your pricing is looking at your bonuses. Um, and also um, doing your own research, like I said before. But the other thing I, wa I wanted to tell you is, Make sure that if you call something, like let's say a book, people have a preconceived notion already of how much a book costs. So be careful of some of the terminology that you use because people are already predestined to think, okay, if this guy's selling me an ebook, why is it $500? Like, you know, like give me, like call it something else or give them a reason why the price is that, uh, that really that high for that book. Maybe it's a rare book or maybe it's rare information you're giving them or something like that. Yeah. The, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff you just said there. One thing I'd like to touch on is the use of language and how you yeah. talk to yourself, not just how you talk to your customers, because 
you know, that that's something that, so I used to be a restaurant manager. I worked for the Olive Garden and they really hounded us there as managers on our language, like how we said certain things. Like you were never supposed to say no problem. You always said, it's my pleasure. Right. And so, and, and, and that's something that I kept with me leaving there. And it's good to run into somebody else who's like, has that same that same thought process because I think it is really important how we talk to ourselves comes across in our messaging and the things we create right. whether we know it or not and I think it's super important that we you know that we pay attention to that ourselves so that we're not putting things out there that maybe we don't really feel or we don't want to put out there right exactly and something else to to also consider is don't ever offer a discount so because i i always tell my people don't use that word because now you're just going to be like retail and when you use that word discount it just doesn't feel good and it's not something you need to do so i say use another terminology use other terminology like i tell people hey i'm going to give you the friends and family rate right? Or I'm going to give you the VIP price. Like don't ever, I never, I always tell people don't use discount or, or I say I have a supplements company I work, I'm working for right now. I always tell them to use the word savings. So we're going to give you a 20% savings as opposed to a 20% discount. This episode of what's the secret podcast is sponsored by offline sharks, offline sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and start growing your agency today. Yeah, that that's another that's another great tip. I know one of the things that I've seen in my own business too is like if you're if you set up a a funnel and you're going to offer somebody something and then you're gonna give them what's called a downsell in the yeah. industry, right? Now you're gonna they don't wanna bite at this price, so you wanna offer it at a lower price. Like it's super key that you not just have the exact same thing at a lower price, that you at least remove something or give them some reason why. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, it's less expensive. You know, I see a lot of mm-hmm. marketers make the mistake of, oh, you don't want it for this price? Well, I'll give it to you for this price with no reason. And it's like, well, why didn't you just charge me that in the beginning? Like, Yeah, that's a really good, that's awesome. I love that. And, you know, another thing that I, I do, we do a lot of times in launches is if we have um, three different packages, so you like have a basic package you have, you know, an intermediate package and then you have like a VIP package, which is the most expensive. And we always put in there, it's the most preferred, which it is. And that's how you can sell. But using that language and putting it in the middle and having the other two offers on either side and making it a little bit bigger and putting most preferred, we sold, I think it was like 70% more of, the, of that high price thing than we did of the other two because we use that language. Wow. You know, and this is one of the reasons why I was so looking forward to having you on the podcast because like all the things that you're talking about are like really they're bringing your things to market with integrity, right? Mm, With, with like really thinking from an integrity perspective about what you're doing and realizing that again, like you were saying, you know, like you were kind of, I think alluding to earlier is that 
there's people that are buying these things when you're talking about the investment part, you know, like these are actual real people with real emotions, real desires, real feelings. They're not just names on a list. They're not just traffic that's sent to your site. Like there's people behind there. And that's what, you know, really struck me about the things that you do and your company and and what you talk about in your emails and especially with the system. So awesome. All right. What's the next one? All right, next step is step five, and that's mark, That's mapping out your marketing path. And what I mean by marketing path is when you want to do a launch or when you're, mar- you know, you're mar- creating a marketing funnel, you, you have to market in a specific way. So example, you're selling, uh, let's go back to our course. We're selling a course, okay? Now, for us, depending on the, I, I make this decision based on two things. I base it on what I'm most comfortable with presenting and also on, um, on what, uh, the price range of what it is that I'm selling. So I'll give you, so I'll, I'll walk you through what I mean. So let's say that you're, um, you're selling a product that's $9.97. Well, in my experience, just selling that straight to cold, to a cold audience through a marketing funnel is difficult. And so I think in other words, just going from like a landing page, to a thank you upsell, buy this thing for $9.97. So in my experience, you have to have some other kind of touch in there visually. So, you know, like some people will go from an opt-in to a upsell, but it's not really an upsell, but to hey, get on my webinar and on the webinar, you sell them a $9.97 thing. Um, and, and another way to do it is Jeff Walker has a whole, you know, four video launch system, which you could do for 997 products. So there are many ways to do it. You can also sell it from stage. I mean, there are many ways to, um, to market or launch your thing. And also some people are not comfortable with video. So seriously, you can go back to doing a teleseminar and sell it. You don't have to do it on video, you know, but, but however you decide to the path that you want to take to launch your thing is, is important. And what I use as my guide is from zero to about 200 bucks, 250 bucks. You can sell cold traffic just on a, on a cold lead funnel, right? With no other touches than just upselling and using emails. If it's over 250 up to about 2,500 bucks, you really need to get them on a webinar or you really need to use videos or like a docu-series or something else type. Um, and if it's over $2,500, you really have to get them on the phone call. So that's kind of my guide that I use when I try to figure out what kind of marketing path I want to go. Uh, those are great guidelines. Cool. Um, and then um, step six is crafting uh, a compelling message. So your messaging is everything. So in step one, if you've taken the time to, to send out a market survey and ask them questions, those answers are going to help you figure out what your messaging is going to be. Because you have to have a theme. When you're doing a launch, you really need to have an arc and like a theme to whatever it is that you're, that you're going to be launching in a package. And I always look at what the end result is so that, and we've already figured that out, right? We already know what our, our, whatever it is, our service or product that we're selling. And we already know what the offer is. So we work our way backwards to figure out our launching strategy and our launching method. Right. And our, so we figure out what our message is. That makes sense. I know I said a couple, a yep, bunch of that, stuff. That there. does make sense. So, yeah. So you have to look at what your end result is and you work your way backwards with your messaging. Okay. So, and that is from your lead, your free lead thing, your free lead magnet needs to be something different from what it is you're ultimately selling. So you could be ultimately selling, um, 
let's say you're selling a course on, you know, obedience, you train your dog to be obedient. Well, what you can do is you can take a piece of the course and give that away as a lead magnet. So maybe let's say teaching, you know, teaching one thing to a dog, like how to wait or, you know, at the door without running out. And then you get them in with the lead magnet and then you get them on a webinar and then you sell them all the rest of the stuff because the lead magnet has to be, it has to be related to the product, but it can't be the same thing. Because if you're, if you're giving away something for free and then you're just going to plus it with your course, then they'd be like, well, I already have the free thing. I don't need the course. Make sense? Yeah, totally so, makes sense. Okay. Congruency. Like, yeah. so you, you know, things are, are different, but they're congruent all the way through the process. Right. Exactly. And the other thing to think about in your messaging is you, you have to build in a transformation. So people, you know, when you sell them something, you're selling them in essence a transformation because most people are buying to solve a problem that they have. You know, that's probably about 80% of the people are buying to solve a problem. The other 20% are buying something to make themselves feel good. So that's why you see a ton of marketing out there, you know, whether it's, you know, online marketing or, you know, or product marketing or whatever, you know, if you're selling like real pro, you know, products like makeup or whatever, all that stuff, you're selling problems that, that women have, right? They have a problem with baggy eyes. They have a problem with wrinkle, whatever. Like they're all, they're, that's solving a problem. So, you know, what I would say is when you're looking at your message, you're looking at a transformation. So if you're looking at helping someone transform their dog to be a well-trained dog, the transformation is you want to take them from being a wild, crazy dog, you know, who's digging up the backyard, barking all the time to being an obedient dog that listens to you, you know, when you're at the front door that comes to you on its call, you know, so you want to tr have that transformation at the end. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. Okay. And that has to be in your copy because that's really, you know, it has to be a theme. Um, and a guy that you can use, you know, is, is StoryBrand. So if anybody here is familiar with Donald Miller, his StoryBrand is actually really helpful walking through his little process. That's, I find that helpful sometimes in crafting your message. Um, and then the last step is rallying your raving fans. Now, you know, some people don't put this step in, but I think it's a mistake because your raving fans are your testimonials. So if you don't have um, raving fans, if you don't have social proof, then it's going to be really difficult to sell your product or sell your course, whatever it is that you're selling. And I don't just, and, and when I talk about raving fans, um, I, I love using another word besides testimonials. Don't ever call them testimonials, please. It is an industry term. Call them shout outs, call them case studies, call them raving fans. They're not, it's not a testimonial. And the other thing too is look at other social proof. Social proof is not just a testimonial. It is also a so like looking at your association. So on my website, I have pictures of me with Jack Canfield, with Alex Ndozi, and with all the people that are important in my industry. And that's social proof because people are look at that and be like, oh wow, she knows that guy. So immediately, you know, you're they, they think more like, wow, this is really an expert. So you need things in your marketing and your copy and your launch that show you're an expert. And you don't just have to have pictures of you with important people. You know, you also need to have regular people on there, especially if your product is going after a regular person, because you can have the opposite problem. If you're a big internet guru and all you have is big other internet people, they're like, well, you don't, you don't have the regular guy out there. How do, how do I know you can help me? So I think it's really important to um, have a variety of testimonials and also look at other social proof you can use. Another good one is if you've been on any type of media, put the logos up there. 
You know, if you've worked with a lot of different companies, put the company logos up there. Those are all different ways that you can use social proof in your marketing and in your office. And that's it. Those are the seven steps. Yeah, those are all great. And you know, the, when you were talking about the including the testimonials from the average people, I think that even applies to to people that are looking to create courses. Like I know, you know, a lot of people think not being an ex- expert is a disadvantage, but I think the reality right. is being an average person that's doing something that somebody else wants to do, there's a right. power in that. Like people are more willing to listen to you when you're not up on this high pedestal. You know, when you're just like slightly ahead of them is kind of the way I describe it. And so if you're out there listening to this and you think, well, I'm not an expert, I can't, I couldn't apply this stuff to put a product together. Like you can, you can apply these exact, this exact process that Shannon laid out and you could have a product that would resonate with people because you're not an expert. You're just slightly ahead of where they're at. Right. And I would add, you'll be more appealing if you, your proof is from what you have done in your business. Because I've seen a lot of people be incredibly successful. Let's say you created a system or a process where you're kicking ass, let's say, and selling, you know, Facebook ads or whatever it is, and you've made, you know, a significant amount of money. Well, you can go out there and promote yourself as an expert because you did it for yourself. You don't have to have just done it for a million other people. Even if you've just done it for yourself, that's, that can suffice. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Well, Shannon, that is like, that's awesome stuff. Uh, A couple of things. One is where can listeners of What's the Secret go to find out more about Shannon, about your soulful launch system and all that stuff? Well, we didn't really talk a ton about COVID or about, you know, recession proofing your business. Um, And I wanted to give, because of the, the, I'm not sure, you know, when this is coming out, but I'm sure at some point we'll probably still have COVID around. Um, But if you want, I did create a guide. You can go to uh, my site. It's just soulfulmarketingsystem.com and then slash R as in recession, P as in proof, E guide. That's it. So soulful marketing system slash R P E guide. And you can download the e-guide. You'll also be on my site. So I have some other stuff about launches on there um, that you can you can check out. And certainly, you know, I, my email's on there. If you want to shoot me a note, I'm happy to to chat and to connect and help as much as I can. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you, is there, so, you know, I'm glad you brought up the, the COVID-19 because like I've been so entrenched in it. Like it just seems normal to me. I know, right? Like, it's scary. like, that's, yeah, you're like, oh. Like, so, what? Like, is there any, uh, is there any quick tips, any strategies that you would say for anyone who's maybe, maybe they've had a launch scheduled and they're not sure what to do because of the current environment, or maybe they're looking to put something together. Maybe we can uh, talk just briefly about that. Yeah, you got it. I mean, I think what's really important out there is if you already have a list and you're, are, and they're warm or even hot, like you're communicating to them on a regular basis, I think doing a launch right now you can totally do it. I mean, I, the, the challenge I think for people is if they're doing a cold launch or a launch where they don't, you know, they don't really know the traffic or they're going right from Facebook. I mean, you could still have it work, but you need to address and really meet people where they are right now. Right. I mean, cause I mean, everyone is, we're all suffering from, you know, we're, we're all stuck at home and, you know, people are scared, people are worried, you know, people are out of work. People, some people are suffering sadly with the disease. I mean, they're, everybody's all over the map. 
So in your marketing, if you can meet them where they are, and if you can share with them a special investment price, uh, maybe you call it a COVID-19 price, you know, and even if you don't this, you know, and, and you're not going to use the word discount, but even if you don't discount your, what you're offering, maybe you add bonuses to it that you wouldn't normally do and you need to tell them why you're doing it. So, I mean, I think that works. So, cause there are people out there right now that are saying, Oh no, you can't sell anything. No one's buying anything. Well, that's not true. I don't believe that. I think people will always buy no matter what type of marketplace that we're in. However, you know, if you want to give them something special or something added, you know, because of the difficult time people are going to, I mean, I'm getting stuff every day. Like I got an email from my, my car insurance company who said, listen, you haven't been driving and there's not a lot of people on the road. We're going to go ahead and credit your account this amount of money. And I'm like, well, that's cool. I didn't ask for that. And they did it. So it's like doing, you know, making sure that whatever your marketing or your messages is, you're meeting people where they are and what they're dealing with right now. And like we talked about earlier, Give them a, give them a, a really good payment plan, you know, so they don't have to, because people are looking for stuff right now. People are looking at, you know, I mean, there are probably more people out there who are going to turn into entrepreneurs than any other time period, I think, in our lifetime. Seriously, because of what's happening. And be a leader. Be a leader in your field, you know, and don't, and don't stop communicating, because I have other people say, oh, yeah, I'm talking to my list in three months. Don't do that. You know, we want community. Right, people are out there. We want community. We want. We don't want to feel alone. Isolation is a dream killer. We don't want to be by ourselves. We want to connect with like-minded people. You know, we want to be able to know that we're heard and that we matter and that we are not alone out there. And so, you know, so I would say, you know, communicating regularly and that creates trust. So when you communicate to a regular basis to your list, it creates trust. If you stop communicating, you're in real danger of losing people and losing the traction that you made with having a list in the first place. Yeah, that is, that is great advice. Well, Shannon McCaffrey has been our guest on this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Shannon, that was, an, that was awesome. That was packed so full of golden nuggets. Like I know the listeners are going to love it. If you guys want more information on what Shannon and I talked about, links to the guide, you can find all that over at tomgaddis.com on the show notes for this episode. Again, Shannon, thank you so Yay. much for joining me today. Really appreciate oh, cool. it. It was fun. Thank you so much, Tom. Hey, listen. Awesome. Thanks again. Yeah. Thanks. And we'll see you listeners in the next episode. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you found it helpful, then please share it with someone else. Just simply share the link or post it on Facebook and say, check this out. Really make my day if you did that. Also, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so every podcast gets sent straight to you and you don't have to go searching for it. Again, my name's Tom Gaddis, and I'll see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha for now, everyone.